Hi, everybody, and welcome to Ava's very own I Save That podcast. I'm Judy Thompson, the Director of Clinical Education at Ava, and I'm very glad you're here today. Today's podcast is brought to us by Ava Partner, Parker Laboratories. This podcast is in two different segments today. The first segment I recorded a few months ago, and that was with Ash McMaster and Matthew Fatour from Tristel. And then just recently, I sat down with Neil Buckhalter from Parker Labs, and we talked about their new product. Ash, Matthew, I've been dying to talk to you about this. This is pretty cool stuff, guys, because I have been writing papers, looking at papers, looking at data, trying to find the evidence regarding disinfection of ultrasound probes. Ash, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. What you got? So uh, Tristel uh, manufactures disinfection products for medical devices and surfaces, and it utilizes our proprietary chemistry, chlorine dioxide. Now, chlorine dioxide is a really unique chemistry, and we've harnessed its power into a product for the US market, and it's an intermediate-level disinfectant called Tristel Duo, and it's designed specifically for ultrasound transducers. Pretty, pretty fun, Matthew. I talked to you at your booth when we were at conference, and some of the things people worry about when we talk about disinfecting probes is, is it going to damage my probe? Is it compatible? What about my hands? What if it splashes in my face? Et cetera, et cetera. Tell us about the product a little bit more. Excellent. So although we are just launching in the United States, Tricel has been around globally for quite some time. The actual format of the Duo disinfectant has been around since 2005. And actually, over that time period, we have been able to gather compatibility approvals with leading manufacturers of ultrasound probes. Um, and actually, the exact number of that is we're compatible with 650 skin surface ultrasound probes. So we're coming to the United States with a very established compatibility profile. Therefore, we can uh, provide the reassurance to our users that it preserves the lifespan of your instruments. I'm so excited you guys are finally here. I remember... I believe it was three and a half or four years ago, I actually called you guys. And I think at that time you were based out of Australia or London or somewhere. It is actually classified as a high-level disinfectant. And I'm not trying to get into FDA stuff because I know you guys can't talk about it. But when we were writing our paper, I was looking for something that was much more compatible with mm -hmm. workflow. And I said, please bring, send me some. And you said, basically, no, I can't because it's not approved in the United States. You don't have a high-level disinfection claim, but it is here and it does cling to an intermediate level. Now, as a caveat, these guys aren't saying it, but I will. It's the same products as they use across in other parts of the world where it is, does have high-level disinfection claim. Again, FDA for us does not say it, but I think that's kind of neat. It's neat, even though we can't, you guys can't claim it but it gets into nooks and crannies too from what you guys showed me. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more. So um, to go back slightly, what you were saying before, we are a UK-based company. Uh, I look after the Australian market. And in the Australian market over the past few years, we've seen really similar concerns in vascular access where there's been a push towards high-level disinfection where probes touch blood and bodily fluids, but that doesn't make it semi-critical. It doesn't mean it needs high-level disinfection. It's still a non-critical device. 
So we launched uh, the Duo product in Australia um, as an intermediate level disinfectant and we've had significant uptake. It's really pleasing from our perspective to see what you guys are achieving here, referencing intermediate level disinfection. When we first launched it in Australia, someone said to me, is this a marketing term? Have you made that up? Does intermediate level disinfection exist? It is a real class of disinfection. It is. So that's that's first of all. The reason it's taken a while to come to the USA is because when you go through the disinfection process and application, obviously you have EPA for your environmental devices and surfaces and then FDA for medical devices. Now, all of the chemistries that you see over here, they're all based on a predicate file. So whenever you have a chemistry like hydrogen peroxide or orthoptaldehyde, there's an initial application that's been launched and everything from then on refers to that particular file. Uh, chlorine dioxide is a unique chemistry that's proprietary to us. So there are no other chlorine dioxide chemistries available in the USA, which means we have to start the predicate file. So oh gosh. it's a really exciting time, but it's a time-consuming time. But Welcome to the US. Thank you. <laughs> The, uh, the chemistry is, as you said, it's the same globally and it does have different levels of recognition and levels of disinfection. It hopefully will continue to, to kick goals wherever it goes. And we see, based on the reaction we've had, great potential for it here in the United States as well. Gentlemen, I think we're going to stop here just for a second and hear a couple words from our sponsor of today's podcast, Parker Laboratories. This episode of the I Save That podcast is brought to you by Parker Laboratories a world leader in ultrasound supplies and accessories, including cleaning and disinfecting agents for ultrasound equipment. Parker Laboratories is pleased to offer Tristel ULT Ult and Tristel Duo. Tristel Ult is the first and only FDA-approved high-level disinfectant foam for endocavitary probes and skin surface transducers. With a contact time of two minutes, it has been shown to be effective against HPV type 16 and type 18. Tristel Duo is an EPA-registered bactericidal and virocidal cleaner and disinfectant for hard, non-porous surfaces such as ultrasound stations and non-invasive ultrasound transducers. Tristel Duo offers a maximum kill time of two minutes for bacteria and a minimum time of one minute for tuberculosis and fungi. Trusted by healthcare professionals in more than 35 countries, Tristel's unique chlorine dioxide formulation is ready to use at point of care. Learn more about Tristel disinfectants and Parker Laboratories' wide range of ultrasound products by visiting the website at parkerlabs.com. Okay, guys, we're back. And I know... Back at conference in Minneapolis, you guys came to a presentation that I gave with Dr. Oliver Kripkins. We did write a paper. We are part of a consortium that has recommended low-level or intermediate-level disinfection. Mm -hmm. And there is a difference, but we talk about microbacteriums. We talk about tuberculocytals, and those are the intermediates. Yeah. So there is a difference between low-level. We didn't just make up the term. It's not a marketing term. But guys, I'm so glad you're here in the U.S. I can't wait to see what else you guys can bring to us because you do have a two-minute cycle on this. It's not, I mean, that that's huge. Yeah. That does not impede workflow. It's a two-minute cycle, but it's also a Category 4 disinfectant. So it's the lowest level of hazard. There are no warnings or cautions on the label. Um, we've been doing demonstrations with bare hands and everyone just looks shocked that I can touch this chemistry, but it's so effective as a disinfectant. 
but you don't have any fingernails. Well, I, that's because no, I, I chew them off with nerves. <laughs> I definitely have fingernails, don't worry. I'm kidding. I, I'm absolutely kidding. It, you know, is he doesn't have ears. Yeah. But no, I absolutely, all kidding aside, this is great. I'm glad it's in the U.S. I was so pleased to meet you guys. I remember begging for the product years back. So welcome to the U.S. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. We're and very welcome happy. to Ava family. Perfect. Thank you so Can't much. Can't wait to be back. So much, guys, for hanging out with us. Thank much you. Much appreciated, Judy. Thank you. I'll be right back after a word from our sponsor, Parker Laboratories. We want to thank Parker Labs for sponsoring this episode of the I Save That podcast. Check out Parker Laboratories' Ultra Drape line of barrier and securement dressings for ultrasound-guided PIVs. The Ultra Drape eliminates gel and transducer contact with the skin and has proven considerable time and cost savings. Also, check out their full line of cleaning and disinfecting products, including solutions for low-level, intermediate-level, and high-level disinfection of ultrasound probes. Learn more about Parker Laboratories' wide range of ultrasound products by visiting the Parker website at www.parkerlabs.com. Well, guys, welcome back to the podcast today. And we're now joined by Neil Buckhalter. In the earlier part of the podcast, it was a recording that we have done a few months back, and there have been some big changes. So, Neil, tell us about that. Uh, yes. Hi, Judy. The Tristel Alt product is now approved by the FDA as of early June. Uh, Tristel Alt is um, similar to the Duo product, but it's now approved for high-level disinfection. Yeah, more. I, that's exciting. We needed a product that has, it still has the two-minute kill cycle, right? Yeah, it's a very exciting opportunity for both us and the Tristol company. It's a two-minute high-level disinfection in a consumable product. Uh, there's no equipment, there's no plumbing, HVAC, electrical connections, or any of those complications. Uh, the product is supplied as the duo pump, uh, foaming pump, and a proprietary wipe. And that's it. There's no other requirements. Do you need both the pump and the wipe together, or is it, or is it a paired item? Yes, yes, it's they're sold together and they're used together, uh, and okay. it's specified this wipe material. Uh, the product went through a, uh, a pretty, uh, pretty complicated and uh, extensive FDA de novo process uh, since it is unique, and uh, that validation all happened with that combination. So th- that is required. I've spoken to some colleagues that are using high-level disinfection currently, and some have expressed concerns about degradation of their probes. Talk to me about your product and probe compatibility, please. So the the product has been used in uh, one form or another uh, for many years in Europe and some of the Asian countries. Uh, It is new to the U.S. Uh, It's a new class of disinfecting chemicals in the U.S., but it does have a long track record outside of this country. They are approved on almost 1,000 transducers. They've gone through that require, testing requirements with the OEMs. Um, so that that is available information, uh, what transducers it is already approved on. Uh, and I think the company is, has, gone, has uh, estimated about a, a 100 million uses uh, of this product on ultrasound transducers throughout the world. 
That's a pretty good number. That's a good end. <laughs> right. Uh, we're, we're yet to have our first one in the U.S. outside of the validation. Uh, oh, that's the, amazing. The will, yeah, the product will be available October 1st. I know earlier when I talking to Matt and Nash, talked about how the chemicals are not harsh on the skin. There Has any of that changed? Uh, no, not at all. It's classified as a mild skin irritant. Okay. And a mild eye irritant. Uh, so normal hospital PPE is recommended. Um, okay. But you don't need to put it in a dedicated room you, and you don't need uh, ventilation. So if it gets on our skin, we wash it off, basically. Correct. Okay. Correct. Try not to, but if it does, we're not going to burn a hole through our hand. Right, right, right. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Some, some I, of the chemicals used for, for uh, high-level disinfection are um, very dangerous or uh, you know, personal uh, offensive uh, chemicals, and, and this certainly is not. That's good. I, I love the idea. You know, not all probes are perfectly smooth, and we know that. Some have nooks and crannies and crevices, and the fact that this is a foam liquid, if you would, it it gets into those nooks and crannies, I'm assuming. I've not used it. I've not used it on a probe. I haven't, but I can envision some of the probes and if they have a needle guide attachment or, you know, I know some of some of the probes sometimes get dropped and there might be a crack. Not that we should use them if there's a crack in it by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm assuming this will just kind of crawl its way into these little cracks and crevices. Yeah, the biopsy probe attachments is definitely one area that um, could harbor some some contaminants or bacteria. Also, sometimes where the handles are, are mated to the body of the transducer, uh, but the foam penetrates any of those areas. Um, Tristel has an interesting demonstration product uh, that is sensitive to chlorine dioxide, the, the active uh, chemical, where it, it coats the transducer and those crevices in a color. And then when you wipe it off with the foam, it penetrates those crevices and the and the uh, chlorine dioxide uh, re- removes that color. It, it's pretty interesting to watch uh, as a training tool. I think it's I think it's quite clever. And a video of that will be available on our website. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, I know this is going to date me, but it takes me back to the, in the day where we would they would give us these little pills in school and then have us brush our teeth. And you could see where you missed. <laughs> I don't think right, they I, do it I, anymore. I don't. Th- I'm sure don't it's not so, allowed. But I remember those. You I do too. Those. Yes, of course. <laughs> Without a doubt, I think we're dating ourselves a bit, but because <laughs> I've not seen any of the kids come home with those in a long, long time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they probably had some odd chemical in it that we just d- definitely don't want to know about too. Probably should be putting in our mouth. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> lead-based, who knows? Well, this is a really exciting opportunity for everybody in this vascular access world that I know we struggled with the idea of, do we go HLD, the interpretation of the Spalding classification? I know the paper we wrote, we recommended intermediate level. And for me personally, as one of the contributors to that paper, a lot of my thought process was, how can we make this work in a hospital setting? 
how can we, with time constraints, patient constraints, going from patient to patient, using the same probe, if I don't did not have a product that actually met my needs as a clinician, seeing however many patients we saw in the day, I, I did not want to limit the or constrain workflow, which, you know, if it's the right thing and there's tons of data to support it, you can strain workflow to do that. It was where that data was lying. So I'm very excited about the, the possibilities of this product. My saying generally is less is more, but when it comes to disinfection, I'm not sure that holds true. <laughs> so if we can do yeah. high level disinfection and not disrupt workflow, yeah. I don't see a reason and, not to. And we were very, we were involved in those discussions and very, and we remain very supportive of, you know, that position and the AIUM did a lot of work and. Uh, that's the pa- yeah. Early. That's the paper that we joined in onto. So right, definitely right, and and you know, there's a lot of good data in there, and and we're supportive of that. The hospital environment has its own kind of protocols and requirements. We're very excited to have both out both products available, and we can let the clinicians and the hospitals determine what, what is important to them and what works in their facility. And you know, it's so exciting to have a product like this that. They can use in home when we do visits in home and place lines outside of the acute care setting that this product is very portable. Correct. Yes. And uh, can be used in any environment. An interesting feature about this product also is the, the container has two different chambers and there's two different chemicals and the chemicals, you, you, you don't have chlorine dioxide in either of them. When you depress the pump and create the foam, the chemicals blend and create the active ingredient at the point of use. So the FDA has not required any testing, any test strips. A lot, all these disinfectants require some kind of test strip upon use. And there's no requirement for any test strip for this product. So that simplifies it even further. There is a test strip that is available if the user chooses, if the hospital chooses to do so. And we would recommend uh, testing the bottle on the first use or perhaps the first use of the day. Uh, but it is not required by the FDA. Uh, and uh, that simplifies the, the use of the product even more so. So tell me about the process. It's required to clean the transducer and you can do so with soap and water or any low-level disinfectant such as our Protex wipes. Uh, once the transducer is clean, you take one of the Tristel wipes, the dry wipes, you use four uh, doses of product from the pump. You wait 10 seconds for the chemistry to activate, and then you wipe the transducer four times. At the end of the four times, you, you wait two minutes, and then you remove any remaining uh, residue with another dry wipe. That's it. And then you have HLD, high-level disinfection, in two minutes. That's incredible. That's a, that's a huge undertaking you guys have done. And that's a, I believe, my opinion is, that's a huge improvement to workflow and patient safety. So I'm excited about this. So thank you so much for coming on and talking us through. And I know it's a huge step for you guys to go from the prior FDA clearance of intermediate level to now being a high level disinfection product for us. And 
we're excited. Like I said, the product was just approved by the FDA and we'll have product available for sale October 1st. Beautiful. And you will be at the AVA conference. We will be, and we will certainly be showing them the product. We look forward to speaking to anybody who's interested in it there. All right. We'll see you there, Judy, as well. I can't wait, Neil. Okay, everybody, if you haven't already, please make sure you go sign up for our AVA scientific meeting in October. You're not going to want to miss this. And if you are interested in finding out more about the Tristel Alt or Tristel Duo, you can contact Parker Labs at www.parkerlabs.com or come and find them at the vendor hall at our AVA conference in Portland, Oregon. Well, thank you so much for listening in. Make sure you subscribe, hit that button, and we'll see you at our next one. Well, see you is the wrong term. <laughs> Please tune in, listen to our next podcast. And thank you so much, as always, for supporting Ava and being part of our team to improve patient safety. Thanks, everybody.